after we pass away and those actions that will harm us when we pass away. A person must not think that he is doing these good actions. What benefit am I getting? One person wrote to one pious person and said that I'm going up and down in the salah. What benefit am I getting in the salah? But the saint replied, you'll only see the benefit once you close the eyes. Once you close your eyes and you pass away, then in the qabr you really see and in the akhirat, you really see the benefit of all these good actions. And we have mentioned in detail that when a person is in the qabr, then the salah comes on his right hand side, the zakah comes on his left hand side, then on his feet, you got all the other actions, at his head side, you got the Quran Sharif. All these actions are protecting him from the azab. And we spoke about those sins that will harm us in the qabr. We spoke about haram wealth, which a person was earning and he was, he was consuming. In the dunya, he was enjoying himself with that haram, that same haram is going to harm him in the qabr. Then we spoke about zina and how to live a pure life. We spoke about that in detail. All that will harm us in the qabr if we don't live that pure life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has laid down for us. Then you got the next stage after the qabr is the akhirah. And we know on the day of Qiyamah, the famous ahadith where Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that on the day of Qiyamah, the sun will be so close to the people's heads. They're close to the people's heads, even the sun will be there. And then you'll be some people and then the people will be sweating. Now we feel a little bit hot. Allah has made it so easy. We just come into the masjid. Even in our masjid, we have acorns. In our homes, we have acorns. And then we feel... Cool. But on the day of Qiyamah, Nabi Kareem said, be, the sun will be right above your head. Now the sun is so far away and you can feel the heat. Nabi said, then people will be sweating. Some people, the sweat will be up to their ankles, according to your sins. Some people, up to their shins, up to their knees, up to their thighs, etc. And Nabi said, there will be some people that will be drowned with their own sweat. Allah, Allah protect us. So yeah. The day of Qiyamah is a very, very severe day. But not for those people who are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those people who are fulfilling the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But on that day, there will be certain people who will be under the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sun is not going to affect them. I just wish to speak about two aspects mentioned in this, in this hadith. There is some said, firstly, imamun adilun, a just ruler. And the second one, Shabun Nashafi Ibadatullah, that youngster who was brought up in the Ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now these two are linked. The first one is a just ruler. When we think of a ruler, we only think of a ruler, a person who is ruling a country, a government, or a king. But Fuqaha have mentioned that you get two types of rulers. One is Imamati Kubra. That is what we call a ruler of a country. 
And one is Imamati Suhra. Every parent who is in charge of his household. Every parent that is in charge of his household. He's like an imam in his house. He's a leader in his house. Many people will misuse that title. They say, we are the father, of the, we are the boss of the house. But with that title comes a lot of responsibility. It's not just that you have got that title. You are accountable. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, Allah kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'ulun an ra'iyatihi. Remember, every one of you is a shepherd. And you'll be asked about your flock. Those people that are under you. If you are a parent, you'll be asked about your wife and your children. If you are a boss of, of, of your work, you'll be asked about those people that are working for you. You'll be asked about them. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, Save yourself and save your families from the fire of Jahannam. So you've got the responsibility to you and Imam in your house. You are a leader in your house. And the second part of the hadith is that that youngster who lived his life in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he was young. Because when a person is young, he got all the strength. In Arabic saying, that when a person is young, as we say, the word in Arabic is used is mad. We use the word crazy. The man is crazy. He's wild. He does anything and everything, whatever he thinks like. But despite having all the desires to be crazy and wild, he says, no, I got the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I will live my life how Allah wants to do it. And such a youngster will be under the shade of Allah. But how do we create such youngsters? That is why I said they both are joined. The parents have got a great responsibility in how they, up, how they bring up their children. When does the upbringing of the children start? Normally we say after the child is born, maybe it's three years, four years. The upbringing of the child starts even before the child is born. While the child is still in the womb, the upbringing. Now science and medicine is trying to prove what Sharia and what Allah and Rasulullah told us long time ago. But the child that is in the womb can actually hear and understand what is happening outside the womb. When the child, when the parents are misbehaving, they're listening to music, even the tapping of the, of the feet, whether it's that pop music, whatever music they're listening to, the child hears everything. And Imam Ghazali rahmatullahi mentions that the child's mind is like a lohe mahfuz. It's like a sponge. Whatever it, whatever it, it can take, it will take. It sucks in everything. And when the child is balig now, when the child is an adult now, and now it starts playing, it starts playing whatever it recorded all the years. So we see that the upbringing of the child, it starts even before the child is even born. To meet Baghdadi rahmatullahi, one day he was making ibadat, not having no enjoyment, not getting enjoyment in his ibadat. Now there's many reasons why a person won't get enjoyment. And we do not make ibadat only when we feel like it. We don't only read salah and obla that I'm feeling like reading salah today, so I'll read salah. Tomorrow I'm not feeling, I won't read. Then you're not a worshiper of Allah, you're a worshiper of your feelings. So Junid Baghdadi, rahmatullah, he didn't have the feelings. He's thinking to himself, I must have committed some sin. Immediately, the pious people, they think of their own self. What wrong did I do? That is why I'm not getting that feeling. I'm thinking, thinking, nothing is coming to mind. So he goes up to his mother. He asked his mother, can you think of something? His mother said, I can't think of anything offhand, but just give me some time. After some time, his mother said, you know what? It reminds me that when I had you in my stomach and I was pregnant with you, and you know a pregnant lady, 
feel so many things to eat. And I was feeling for that fruit that was hanging from the neighbor's tree into our yard. I was feeling for that. And since it was hanging into our yard, I plucked it and I ate it. I said, no, it seems to be just the reason. Why? Because you have no permission to take that thing. How you do that? Now you need to go and ask for forgiveness from the neighbor. She went to the neighbor and she asked for forgiveness. The neighbor said, obviously, you got, I mean, you got permission from us. You don't need to ask for permission. I said, no, I need to ask for the wrong of it. So they said, no, we forgive you for everything. Once she said that, to meet Baghdadi, Rahmatullahi, now suddenly the enjoyment came in his body. So from here we understand ulama mentioned that even before the child is born, the upbringing of the child begins with the behavior of the parents. The behavior of the parents is very, very, very important for the upbringing of the children. The first thing that is for the upbringing of the child is before the child is even born. The next thing is that the parents themselves have to be role models. They have to be role models is it's not going to work you telling your child that he must eat his salah, you know, eating his salah. One parent came into one buzuk and one said, and said that my child is taking drugs. Before the buzuk can even speak to the child, the child said, my father is watching pornography. Now, you committing sins and you expect your child also to be a good person. So we have to be role models. We want our children to be like Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, rahimahullah. But look at the parents of Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, rahimahullah. What were they? What role models that his father was such a person that he just ate an apple without asking permission? He ate one apple, he was passing by, he ate one apple and he, and he never asked for permission. After he ate it, he's thinking to himself, there's an owner for this apple. I have to go and find out who is this person. He goes and he finds out and he finds out who's the farmer of that and who's the owner of it. When that farmer saw him, that farmer said, him, this person came and he asked me for forgiveness for an apple. He must be a very, very pious person. I can't let him go. I need to keep him. You know, when we look for someone, we look for someone who can make most money for us. A person who's very successful in dunya. But he said, no, this person, he got the fear of Allah in him. For one apple also, he's not ready to go. He's not ready to let go. So immediately he said, no, I won't forgive you. You have to produce another apple like that. You have to stay, you have to work in your place. So he worked for the time because he had fear of Allah. I must be forgiven by Allah. Never mind if I have to Slog it out here and slave it out here, but as long as I mustn't be. So immediately he worked for him for one year. After that one year, he said, now do you forgive me? He said, no. I got one daughter, deaf, dumb, and blind. You have to marry her. Now me and you will say that now you're forcing us. That's oppression. It's a making all these things. Excuses, he said. I have to do it because Allah has to, has to forgive. I'm prepared to. Then after that, he goes there. After he got married on the first night, he goes there. Suddenly that girl is talking to him and walking to him. He quickly runs out from there. He thought, he thought maybe he came to the wrong place. He goes to the father and says, what is this? He says, she's blind, deaf, and all. And now she's talking, everything's walking here. He says, what I meant was, she never saw anything haram in her. She never hear anything haram. She never speak anything haram. That's what I meant by deaf, dumb. She never walked to any place that is haram. That's I said when she's crippled. Then from such parents, you can get Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahimullah. So we have to be role models first in the upbringing of our children, then inshallah you will see that the children that we want, we want, we want who, according to the Quran Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu even Quran Sharif speaks about Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa durriyatina kurrata ayun wala make our spouses, make our children the coolness of our eyes. Then if we become role models and we bring up our children in that way, inshallah, then the same child will be a coolness of our eyes. And when we close our eyes, the same child will make to our makhfirat for us. Allah Ta'ala give us two feet to make amal on what I have said. 
and Allah Ta'ala save us from all the punishments of dunya and the punishments of akhirat. Keep us with kamil iman in dunya and keep us, take us from this world with kamil iman. Let us wake up on the day of Qiyamah with kamil iman. Wa'akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Shahadu an la ilaha illallah. Shahadu an la ilaha illallah. Shahadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah. Shahadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah. Ayyah wa liya salam. Ayyah wa liya salam. Ayyah wa liya salam. Ayyah wa liya salam. الحمد لله القائل يا ايها الذين امنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافه ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان انه لكم عدو مبين ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الذي ارسل الى الناس كافه بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيان الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فيا ايها الناس اصيبوا نفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وذروا ما بقي من الربا ان كنتم مؤمنين وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين صدق الله العظيم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القران العظيم ونفعنا واياكم بالايات والذكر الحكيم انه تعالى جواد كريم مجيد الرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله القائل والسابقون الاولون من المهاجرين والانصار والذين تبعوهم باحسان رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وعدلهم جنات تجري تحت الانهار خالدين فيها ابدا ذلك الفوز العظيم ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يديه الساعه ان يطعناه رسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص ما فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم محمد رسول الله والذين معه اشداء ولا الكفار رحماء بينهم تراهم ركعا سجدا يبتغون يبتغون فضلا من الله ورضوانا سماه في وجوههم من اثر السجود ذلك مثله في التوراه ومثله في الانجيل كزرع اخرج شطعه فازره فاستغلظ فاستوى على سوقه يعجب الزراع ليغيظ بهم الكفار وعد الله الذين امنوا وعملوا الصالحات منهم مغفره واجرا عظيما وقد قال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذوا غرضا من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فبغضي ابغضهم وخير امتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي اعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تذكروا في سجن الصفص في سجن الصفص
الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إذن الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير الموجود عليهم ولا الضالين والتين والزيتون وتور سينين وهذا البلد الأمين لقد خلقنا الإنسان في أحسن تقويم ثم رددناه أسفل سافين إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فلهم أجر غير ممنون فما يكذبك بعد بالدين أليس الله بأحكم الحاكم سمع الله من حمد الله الله أكبر الله الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إذن صراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير الموجود عليهم ونقوم قل يا أيها الكافرون لا أعبد ما تعبدون ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد ولا أنا عابد ما عبدتم ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد لكم دينكم وليدي الله سمع الله من حمده الله الله أكبر الله الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الصبح خير الرحمن الله السلام سبارك يا ذو الجلال ورحمة على رؤية حسن عبادك اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وعليكنا على الإيمان وحسن يوم القيامة والإيمان ربنا اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين عملوا ربنا الرحيم اللهم اغفر لهم ورحمهم وسلنة اللهم اغفر لهم ورحمهم وسلنة اللهم اجعل قبورهم روضة للرياض الجنة اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم اجلنا من النار اللهم اجلنا من النار اللهم اجلنا من النار اللهم انا نسألك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم انا نسألك من خير ما سألك حبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر حبيبك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العظيم العظيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يسبون وسلام على المسلمين